On today's episode of the Shoot for Success Photography Podcast, I've got another case study for you with Melissa McGee, who has taken her senior rep team from zero to seven in just under a year and is having her most profitable year yet. And on this episode, we're showing you a few of the ways that she's made it happen. Hi, I'm Sean Brown, and if you had told me years ago that I would be a professional photographer today, I would have said that you were crazy. Since then, I've been able to grow my photography business to six figures per year and haven't looked back. Now, with over eight years of experience of figuring out what to do and more importantly, what not to do, I help photographers build the thriving photography business that they've always dreamed of so that they can have more time, flexibility, and freedom to do what they truly want to do. And you want to know the best part? I'm showing you how to make that happen for yourself in this audio series. This is Shoot for Success. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this case study episode of the Shoot for Success podcast. So excited and thankful to have each and every one of you back and listening, or if this is your first time listening, welcome. So excited as we get into kind of like the end of first quarter, beginning of second quarter of 2021, I'm taking some time to highlight some amazing students of mine who have seen incredible progress and want to give them a shout out and also dive into some of the things that they are doing in their business. Because one of the things that I believe helps other photographers is seeing what other photographers are doing that actually is working right now. Because it's one thing for me to tell you, hey, do this and this, but it's also another thing to hear, okay, what are photographers doing that are were in similar places that I am in in my business and what did they do to kind of get out of that? So, so excited for our conversation with Melissa McGee, who is a senior, she also a senior photography, she does headshots, she does a lot of other genres, but really specializing in headshots and seniors and had her best year ever. So she said that This year was the busiest ever for her, which is so amazing to see. And really the story of how she tried to do a senior rep program, how it didn't necessarily work. And she has now grown it into a place that she had seven seniors on her class of 2021 team, which is absolutely incredible, especially given everything that was happening when she decided to launch her team kind of in in the midst of COVID. So that's something that's really tremendous. So we dive into that a little bit in this episode, along with just some things that she did in her business that helped give her the little push that she needed. So Can't wait for this episode with you all. Stay tuned as we dive in with Melissa McGee. All right, Melissa, welcome to the Shoot for Success podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. So excited. So I have been watching you and your work is absolutely tremendous. So if you guys have not had a chance to check out Melissa's work, please go and do that. But I wanted to have you on the podcast because you have been absolutely rocking the senior game. You are relative. I don't know if I would say relatively new, but you've been doing some things that caught my eye, namely around growing your senior rep program. I, I know you actually are in my senior photography Academy and posted about having gone from like zero to seven reps all of a sudden, which photographers are probably like, I've tried to get traction and just haven't had it 
happen. So we're going to touch on that a little bit later and some of your creative shoot ideas that have been generating buzz. But first, I want listeners to know a little bit about you. So tell us a little bit about who you are, how you got into photography, just kind of like your life story. (laughs) In a nutshell, huh? Well, um, I actually come from the design world. In a previous life, I was a licensed interior designer. That did not work out so well for me. And I thought, well, how can I take the skills that I learned in the design program in college and turn it into something that I have a little more control over where I go and what I do? And photography uh, turned out to be that thing. And that was in, I would say, 2010 that I started my business. Um, And it's been, I don't know if it's been a whirlwind. Sometimes it feels like a whirlwind and sometimes it feels like it's working at a snail's pace. But uh, I started out with newborn photography and that kind of, uh, that was really fun, but it was really intense just with all the things that go with that. And then I started to see that I'm really interested in pet photography. And so I did a lot of that for charity. And that's actually still a huge part of my business. But as I kind of went through and just started thinking, okay, I'm not so much shooting out of desperation for shooting anything that's coming my way. I want to shoot something that brings me joy. And as I started doing that, I noticed the images are better. And when you, you feel that way about what you're shooting, it, the images you produce are better. The way that you interact with your client is better. They can just tell it's lighting you up. Um, and so I just, made the decision to really lean into that and leave other things behind. So I don't, I don't do newborn photography anymore. I do pets and seniors and headshots and a few other things here and there, if it's particularly interesting, but the, the seniors really light me up because you can get so creative with it. And every single senior is so different. And I, I love that. I love being able to maybe give them a big confidence boost. And I realize it's just a photo shoot, but they're going to look at those photos later and think maybe in a moment where they're feeling down about themselves or they're heading off to college and thinking questions like, can I do this? Uh, I want to be able to have given them something that says, yes, you can. I believe in you. Your family believes in you. Your tribe believes in you. You go do amazing things. This world really, (laughs) really needs you to. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, you hit on a good point where it's, it's not just a shoot for them. It's so much more than that. And like you just said, it's maybe that moment where they're feeling down and they remember back to the shoot with Melissa and all of a sudden it's remembering that self-confidence they found, that empowerment that they that you helped instill in them. So it's so much more. And you bring up a good point too, where it's so much more impactful when you get to actually photograph what you love. And I think there's so many photographers out there that say, I need to shoot everything because if I shoot everything, then everyone will hire me. There's nothing I can't do. How did you kind of find what you wanted to do in terms of like focusing on seniors and headshots and that sort of thing? How did you find out that that's what you wanted to do? And how did you pivot in that direction? Was it I don't know if there's like a a calling or something like that. I know we all find it in different ways. Listening to myself um, and paying attention to how I felt as I was editing. I hate editing. So when, when I'm editing something, is it less of a drag if I'm editing a bowl of eight puppies (laughs) or is it less wearing to edit a landscape or something like that product shot or something? So just making the intentional decision to turn like that side of my brain on to pay attention to 
did I have more fun at that session? Did, were the interactions with my client a little more meaningful when they came into the studio to see their images? I mean, were they crying because they were super happy or were they just kind of like, meh, you know, just kind of paying attention to all those little clues and lining them up. And then this sounds really weird, but just being brave and myself and knowing that the riches are in the niches, but my passion is going to be what propels me to make the biggest impact with, with my art. Yeah. Have you been listening to the shoot for success podcast? Cause that was literally episode five was like the riches in the niches. No, I haven't, but I do so a, lot, a, lot, that, yeah. a lot of business training, not necessarily just photography business training. I do it for business training that can apply to any businesses. And I've been hearing that, yeah, for a long time. And then yeah, just having the so confidence true. in myself to just be like, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it because it, it yeah. seems scary, but it's not that scary. You know, if I decide it doesn't work, I just go back, you know? Oh, hundred percent. Well, and you mentioned, so you've been in business since 2010. Talk a little bit about your senior journey too, and what that's looked like. Mm, I don't remember the first year where I decided, well, I might try that. I remember thinking, I'm not really ready for that. When I was shooting newborns, you get so comfortable. Like I was shooting 600 newborns a year. You get really comfortable. Holy cow. Yeah, it was a lot. Really comfortable in what you know. And so stepping out of that into something where I'm not going to probably shoot 600 seniors a year. It's going to be one-on-one and then I'm going to have to figure out how to navigate, how to communicate with the client differently. Cause I don't, you can't really, you can talk to a newborn, but it's not the same as talking to a senior or with my pet photography. It's totally different client interaction. I got to figure that out. I got to figure out and nail down my posing so that it's second nature. I don't have to think about it. Um, it that's, that's hard and it just comes from practice, but I mean, it started yeah. just one senior at a time, another senior at a time. And I, I would say I'm excited to do kind of the more rapid fire seniors so that you find a groove and it helps you be more confident. And that's going to come across in your communication with your client and client's mom. And, and just even in the, the images that you're proud of and you're going to put on social media and the things that you say about them, it's going to translate all the way through that. Totally. Well, and you weren't always it wasn't until like the last couple of years that you really kind of got serious about seniors. Was it? No, that's true. I started um, investigating like, how does this even work? And uh, senior model teams were kind of the buzzword back then. I would say this was maybe three years ago. And I thought, I'm going to try that. That sounds really, really fun. I really like the idea of having a team of gals to do, uh, to shoot and then give me social media material to be able to, not necessarily free marketing, but less marketing that I had to create. I'm already shooting it. I can repurpose it for Instagram. I can make it into flyers. I could make it a Facebook ad. Um, just seemed like a little bit easier for me than trying to come up with one session at a time content. But I also thought with as much as seniors seem to love photos with their friends, I figured that's going to resonate with them and and say to them, this is fun and get them excited. Yeah. Something that I want to do enough to motivate them to take that step, to contact me, to reach out. Totally. Well, and I, I kind of know the answer to this and I may, I alluded to it a little bit in the in kind of the intro section, but 
the first couple years of the senior rep program team, whatever you want to call it, weren't so hot for you, were they? No, it was so hard. I took classes yeah. and classes, um, listened to webinars, and I could not get it get it going. I would get a senior here, a senior there, and it ended up being where I'm, I'm just using one of the seniors I shoot that year as a model. You know, we're just, if you're interested in doing, you know, like a city shoot, let's go do it. Um, and just kind of spoiling them with that. But it was also giving me marketing material at the same time. Um, I tried at least two times. And you know how it kind of goes in a year cycle because with the graduation, you can only try it so many times before you start to look really desperate. And that wasn't really what I wanted to do. Um, so trying to get it off the ground, just I did not find the right mix of whether it was marketing copywriting. I couldn't tell you uh, what it was until it, it finally lined up for me. And, and tell us a little bit about when that lined up for you. Well, I was determined I was going to try this again in the beginning of 2020. So um, in February and March of 2020, I started really being intentional with my Instagram, getting it consistently posting um, intentionally posting specific things that hit specific points that would um, get people to know me, cause them to like me, show them they can trust me, um, and getting automated so that I was not on Instagram. I don't even know how many hours I was not going to do that. I wanted too many hours. Yeah. That's not how I want to spend my time so that it was consistent and automated. And if I forgot, it was not a big deal. Um, but then COVID hit, um, I'm in the Midwest. And so that really shut us down, I would say mid March. And so that was, that was a dark couple weeks as I, I went through that process, like, Oh, this is just going to blow over too. This is not going to blow yeah. over. This could be Didn't really, we all think that, right? Right. And, and just looking back now, it was such a process that feels really slow. And then when you look at it, it was really fast. Like we're going to be okay. We're not going to be okay. <laughs> this could really this could tank a business in under a year. And that was really scary. So I did some serious thinking and strategizing. I went through that whole thing. Like, do I even want to do this anymore? Am I getting joy from this? Am I making a difference or anything? I went through a whole process <laughs> and I just started thinking, you know, yes, it's something I want to do that brings love and light and puts it out there and shows people that they're beautiful, shows them how their family see them as the amazing person that they are. I thought, that can't be a bad thing. You know, I'm, I'm going to just keep going with this. And so in the strategizing, I came across your senior photography Academy in April and I thought, okay, <clears throat> this lines it out. I think in a way that lines up with how I run my business and how I shoot and it just, the style of how you shoot just kind of lined up with, I like to be modern and clean and bright colors and lots of black and white at the same time. And I just thought, okay, this really lines up with my business and who I am. And he seems to have his stuff together. So I'm going to go ahead and go for this. And then <clears throat> since all my sessions were canceled, I had some time to go through the modules and just, I implemented as fast as I could. I got everything ready. I am definitely a planner. So I wanted to have everything ready to hit the ground running in the hopes that this would finally take off. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, it can't really take off because no one is booking anything. I, we can't go out. I mean, eventually they restricted, like you couldn't even do porch portraits 
And I thought, okay, I'm still going to be ready because this is going to end at some point. I'm going to have my stuff ready. So in May, I was just kind of looking around the internet and brainstorming, okay, when I have a model team, what do I want to do with them? What's going to make me stand out from the other senior photographers in the area? Yeah. Well, and I remember the day that you posted in the Senior Photography Academy group. And I think that I'm just kind of paraphrasing, but it was something like, I have tried so many things and I was at like, I had no senior reps last year. You know, it was not as, it was definitely not something that was helping to generate excessive marketing or income or anything like that. And you're like, this year I have, basically you went from zero to seven, which is incredible. How did you make that happen? Because there's, and it's okay to spill some secrets too, because there's photographers listening that are like, how do I do that? Where they're like, they're hearing your story and they're like, I've been struggling. I've been doing everything. And you see the senior rep program and you think, okay, it's this, you know, the magic bullet that's going to solve all my issues. And it's kind of like, okay, well, there's a wrong way. There's a right way and a wrong way to make it happen. And some of the ways are not going to actually benefit you at all. So what was maybe something that you did differently that helped change the trajectory from, from, you know, zero to going to seven, basically within one class year? A couple things. I think going through your program helped me lay it all out. Like I had a binder of all of my, wasn't really forms, but like what I was going to do from step one through the end of that model year. These are the things we were going to do. These are the people. This is the information. This is when I'm going to put this out. This is what I'm going to do with the images from that, from that model session and things like that. And really just planning, like not in a paralyzing way, but knowing ahead of time why I'm shooting this, what I'm going to do with it and planning all that out. Me putting it in a binder visually made it almost like a law of attraction thing. Like this is what's going to happen and it's going to happen because I'm ready for it. And then I'm going to lean into who I am. And that's where the creative shoot kind of came to play. I work really well with themes. So (laughs) one of the things I've embraced about myself over 2020 is finding where I get inspired and then just trusting that and leaning into that and knowing that that's going to resonate with somebody. It might not resonate with everybody, but as last year showed me, it resonates with seven seniors and they had a blast and that was enough. Yeah. Well, one of the things too, that you just mentioned was uh, you call it like the law of attract attraction. I call it like the self-fulfilling prophecy Yeah, where you almost said to yourself, because I think with a lot of photographers, they just kind of, almost like fall into complacency or they say, Oh, I can't do this. And they tell themselves no before even putting it out there versus what you did is you said, you know what, here's what's going to happen. This is my game plan. This is the trajectory that I'm going. And I truly believe that just by doing that, you actually put yourself in a completely different ballpark than a ton of other photographers, because what you do is you actually, give yourself permission that it's okay for this to happen. It's okay to have a successful business and that you're basically telling yourself, no matter what happens, this is going to be where I'm at in six months or 12 months or whatever. Like how much of the mindset played a role in your success? Do you think? Oh, huge. A hundred percent. 
because there's the mindset of that being prepared that I'm ready to hit the ground running when this happens. And then the mindset of embracing who I am because that separates me from my competition as well. A hundred percent. Well, and let's dive into, you mentioned the creative shoots are kind of what fill you or fulfill you or drive you. Tell us a little bit about what you did. Cause you did some really cool stuff around creative shoots that generated a ton of marketing buzz. Yeah. So the first one I did, um, my creative idea was, uh, for a golf team, which I know a lot of seniors, senior photographers try and target dancers and cheerleaders and, and stuff like that. And I, I just, the idea just kind of popped into my head as I was looking at pictures. I was like, I'm going to use this um, to hopefully propel the senior model team and senior program for me. Um, And basically it was a shoot uh, with a golf team kind of popping out of a golf cart, kind of Caddyshack style. And they're all doing something a little bit different. Um, But the golf coach in my nearest high school, which is in my target market as well, just happened to be trying to get um, a buzz around his golf team. He went, the football team at that school is huge and he wants people to feel like, okay, the golf team's cool too. We have some amazing golfers. Like there are golfers on that team that are uh, nationally popular. So he wanted to really kind of raise the awareness level and the coolness level of the golf team as well. And so that just happened. He just happened that just matched up and he was like, yes, I'm all in, let's do this. And so we had the shoot in um, August, 2020. And I did a couple other things to kind of help myself out in planning for the shoot. I made sure I did everything I could think of to make it an experience that those girls could not forget to separate yeah. it from any kind of sports photography they had ever experienced. So I had them into the studio. I had branded stickers. I had lip balm. I had branded candy. I had golf tees and markers with their team name on them. And I made sure to have a really great gift to give to the coaches a thank you for, cause he was kind of taking a chance on me. You know, it's the middle, maybe not the middle of COVID, but it was August, you know I mean? We're wearing masks. We're in the studio. He's got to answer to parents and the school district. I mean, that was a risk for him to be able to do that. Um, so I definitely appreciated it. The shoot turned out phenomenal. The girls loved the studio. They loved the experience. They loved the photos. Uh, The coach and the parents were just blown away. I had over half of the parents on that team reach out to me and say, this was amazing. Thank you for doing it. Even if they didn't book senior sessions or they didn't even have seniors, when I would see them face to face, they were like, this was amazing. I just need you to know this was just so cool. Um, So that that felt really great. But that single shoot, that one day, created a ton of buzz for me on Instagram. It created buzz for me as a creative photographer, not just uh, when you come to me for photos, you're, you can get regular photos. We can do that if you want. But if you want to feel like a rock star, if you want to stand out, if you want your senior photos or your sports photos to stand out, um, let's do that because that's going to be way more fun. Um, And it just, after having that buzz and my model team system set up, everything was ready. And so it, it, once that buzz hit, it was just, it was wildfire and it was amazing to feel well, like one of the it's things, working. Yeah. It's, it's working. Right. Um, is this the, the movie or the scene from ET where it's like, it's working. Yeah. It's working. That's like how you felt. Right. Yeah. Well, when one of the things, what's that? Just keep pedaling. <laughs> yeah 
Well, one of the things that I think that you did really well, and I hope photographers picked up on that, is, and I talk about it all the time, where it's the give and the take. And one of the things that you did in that shoot, and whether you recognize it or not, is that you basically came in without any expectation. It wasn't doing the shoot with the expectation of everyone on this team is going to book me for photos. You came in with the expectation of, I'm just here to create an amazing environment for them, to get my face in front of some people to build that buzz. And if they book me as a result of that, so be it. Mm -hmm. But you were also okay with them not booking you. And I think that that is at the core of why it was successful. Because whether it was you know purposeful or not, you came in with the intention of helping out the golf team, giving them an experience, and at the same time also showcasing who you are as a photographer and what you're like as a person. And I think that that's something that a lot of people they come in and they say, you know, I'm gonna, I want to approach the school or this coach or this team or whatever, and they say. I'm going to do this. Um, However, they're going to ask, they're going to go for the ask. They're going to say, here's what I need from you guys. Um, I want you to basically help market for me. I want you to reach out to players and I want them to then sign up for my senior team or whatever it is without saying, how can I help you? And that's something I think that you did really well was you said, okay, here's something that this golf, you know, the golf coach needs. Here's something that these kids need. They just need a break from all of the craziness that's been going on. And here's a way that I can help. And you can give your take on it too. Yeah, I think that's important um, for shoots like this, but also in your vendor relationships, in your um, just developing relationships in your community, when you're reaching out to somebody you may not have talked to before, you've got to put yourself in their shoes. Um, Imagine what it's going to be like for them, for you to approach them um, with that take mentality, like come at it with more of a partnership or just a straight give. Um, Yeah. And not only will better relationships come out of that, but better results because you're going to get more from them as well. When it kind of ties into what you, what you mentioned earlier too, which is the question of, Am I making a difference? Yeah. Talk uh, talk to us a little bit about that and kind of if you feel like you are making a difference, because that's a, a real question. I think that it's one thing to say that we want this incredibly successful photography business, but we also have to feel, feel fulfilled. And if your whole thing is, am I making a difference? You're not going to feel fulfilled unless that question is answered. Yeah, I feel like if I'm just here to make pretty pictures... I'm out. That's not, that to me has of no lasting value whatsoever. A picture is great, but especially in today's social media economy, it's gone in five minutes a day. If it's really buzzworthy, you know, um, what I want to do is at the heart of that senior and the heart of that mom is show that senior how their mom sees them, how their family sees them to kind of show them outside of their body how amazing their family thinks that they are their friends think they are they have all of that um they have self-confidence issues everybody does and anytime I feel like you can understand how amazing someone else thinks you are or sees how you are 
that's going to be a confidence boost to get you out of your own negative head cycle and to be empowering to you that you're here for a reason. You have talents, gifts, and abilities for a reason, for a purpose. And this world needs you to use those. And you've got to be brave and do it. And it takes so much courage to just embrace that in yourself that I feel like if I can make you feel like a rock star for one day and give you images that you can look back on to boost that, I feel like that's worth my time. Totally. And and on the same side for their mom to see that boost of confidence. I mean, if I saw that, my kid's going to be in kindergarten next year. If I saw that for my kindergartner, I would cry happy tears. You know, I just, (laughs) I want that for moms, especially at a time when their seniors about to leave. Yeah. Well, and what role do you think that that plays in your marketing message? I try really hard to translate it. Um, that's hard to translate in few words. So to knock it down into like a tagline is incredibly hard. So I, I try and put it, you know, in the captions of Instagram, but to also be cognizant of that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I need to put that on my social media. I need to um, get testimonials from the seniors and the parents that touch on those points so that yes, you're looking at great pictures, but you're also seeing something that was meaningful to that person. Well, you may not know why that was meaningful. Let me just tell you why it was meaningful. And when you book a senior uh, shoot with me, it's going to be just as meaningful for you because we're going to tailor it to you. We're going to help make you proud of yourself. You're going to be amazed at what you can do. You may not be a model, but I can make you look like one. You know, you can be a model for a day. Um, And I just hope that that comes across in social media, but I I do have to be cognizant and intentional that I'm communicating that. Yeah. Well, and you brought up, you know, your daughter being in kindergarten and we talked a little bit about this before the episode and you were like, you know, I don't, I kind of do a self-assessment every year on whether I want to be a photographer still. And, and you kind of tied it back to your, your purpose of why, but what has photography allowed you to do that you might not have been able to do had you been in say like a nine to five with your, with your daughter being in kindergarten? Oh my gosh, it's given me so much time. Precious, precious time. While I feel like I spend a lot of time on my photography business, and I do, if I was working a nine to five, my daughter would be in pre-K Monday through Friday. And those hours would be gone with her. That's not time that we can go do things. It's not time that we can do crafts together. It's not time that I am having a positive impact in her life and treasuring who she is. Um, I know that's not an option for everybody, but the gift of this business and having control over how I spend my time and where my business goes, um, that's a direct result of that. Yeah, for sure. When it kind of goes full circle, right? With your whole purpose of, okay, am I making an impact? And in return, it that your clients are allowing you to have a positive impact on your daughter too, where Absolutely. it's like, it's kind of that, um, you know, the reciprocity effect exactly. where you put out what you, or you get back what you put out, the, you know, reverse karma or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And I, I'm not afraid to talk about that with my clients also. I mean, that's one of the reasons that I have a session fee is to kind of communicate. You have to pay for my time because you're, you're paying me to spend time away from my family. 
and and that's part of the business. There's a, a give and a take there, but I mean, that goes into charging what you're worth too. Yeah. Well, and good on you for noticing that too, because I think it's very easy for photographers to not acknowledge that and almost feel like we have to kind of be at the, the, I don't know, whenever our clients call us, we have to put down what we're, what we're doing and all that stuff. And I just think that that's what builds successful businesses. I think that it is the photographers that actually acknowledge, Hey, like I am a reputable business. I work Monday through Friday, just like your doctor, just like you know, my car mechanic isn't even open on weekends if right. I needed to do a car service. So why is it that photographers all of a sudden ha- are having to do whatever their clients say? And so I think that's something that's really important that you recognized where you're not afraid to put that at the forefront of your business. Yeah. And I think once you get comfortable talking about that, and it does take a little bit of time, but your clients understand that. I mean, and you sometimes have to have those conversations where you, like you said, with your doctor, like you can't get a free vaccination from your doctor. Why can you get a free digital image from me? And I think it, it takes having those conversations, not in a confrontational way, but just in a conversational way that I have a session fee. It covers my time and my talent for part of the session. Packages and products are purchased separately and just having putting those little seeds in there shows them that, you know, this is a business. It's a legit business. Yeah. I pay taxes. I have overhead. I have insurance. I have, it's a business, you know, and my time away from my family is worth money to me. Totally. What And, and you've been IPS or in-person sales from the beginning. Do you think that that's actually helped you create a, I don't know what you want to call it, a more reputable persona, more professional image? Definitely. I do. Um, I know there's many, many ways to make it work. But for me, if I was a shoot and burn, I'd be burned out. I mean, pardon the pun there, but I would have to shoot way higher volume. I wouldn't be able to- You mean like 600 newborns a year? Yeah, that's a different model. (laughs) 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 That was in hospital and you're doing them kind of rapid fire. Um, But- yeah, I would not be able to keep up that pace and it would suck the joy out of it for me as well. Just having to know I have 17 sessions to edit. I mean, that makes me want to go on vacation or run for the hills or go hide somewhere under a blanket. Um, I need I need it to be a deeper connection than that. And I think you can do so many things to help show yourself as a legit, a legit business. A studio helps. It's not a must, but having when they come in for their sales, a session and their viewing session, that's another chance to show them that this is an experience, uh, to show them the products, you know, to have, whether you have cookies or you have drinks or you're putting products in their hands. I mean, it's a high-end shopping experience. You can make it as high-end or as high volume as you want. Find where you like along that line. But for me, um, the higher-end works better just with the way that I shoot and the experience that I've cultivated um, since I've started doing this, um, that just, it works better for me to make it more experience based. And that seems to bring people back and it makes people talk about me more. So from a referral standpoint, that's working for me. So I'll see yeah. with that. Well, and one of the things too, and maybe you can touch on this, um, you say high end and I'm actually on your Instagram right now. If you guys are following, still listening along, you can go to Melissa McGee photo 
And one of the things that you say, you know, you're a high-end brand, some photographers listening think, okay, high-end equates to unapproachable, but you've cultivated a very approachable brand. Yeah, and that's definitely um, intentional because I, the goal of it is to get them to contact me. So they need to be able to get to know me. They need to see that they like me or that I'm similar to them. And I need to show them that they can trust me because they're looking at my Instagram before they ever talk to me. Once you talk to me, I think you can, you get a better sense of in my voice that I am serious about this. I'm passionate about it. I'm serious about making your photos, everything that you want them to be that has to come across in in my Instagram before they even talk to me. So I have several like metrics that I try and hit or touch points that I try and hit that I make sure that my posts are showing me as a real human being. Like you can see my Instagram is not like flawlessly filtered or anything like that. It's very real. And, and that's been amazing. When I see a change even in the past year or so, like a significant change yeah you can tell when i started getting intentional about it yeah and then um one of the things too is we kind of wrap up that i always like to to give people the opportunity to to talk about is what do you want to tell photographers who may be in your position or your shoes that you were in a couple years back where they're not really sure if their business is working. They're not really sure if this is something that they want to do. What do you tell yourself, you know, a year or two ago in terms of like, you know, seniors specifically that you would just want to tell them that, you know, they're struggling. What do you say to them? I would say find the part that makes you, that gives you joy, whether that's for me, it's creative shoots, whether it is nighttime shoots, Um, any part of the photography experience that you're having, think about what your favorite part is and make that your thing. That's going to help you stand out and and work on that. Um, But then also on the other side, make sure on the back end, you're ready to go so that when it catches fire, you don't drown, that you're ready to go. And because you don't want to miss that buzz. Like if I hadn't had the back end of my model program ready to go when the buzz from the golf shoot hit, it would have fallen flat on its face and I would have lost all of that momentum. So I would say it's two prongs, like embrace what you love about it and make that your thing, but then be ready for it to, to take off when it does. Totally. Melissa, this was amazing. Where can people find you if they want to see more about your work, get in touch with you, et cetera? You can find me on Instagram at Melissa McGee photo. You can also go to Melissa McGee photography.com. Those are the best places to get a hold of me. Perfect. Melissa, thank you so much for being on. I hope that your story inspires so many photographers. Like I believe that it will. And I just want to say, you know, thank you for being on here and being willing to share your story and talk a little bit about the stuff that isn't, necessarily the stuff that you want to advertise like it's not really necessarily fun saying yeah I had a senior rep program for years that didn't really work and I think it just gives people hope that wherever they're at in their business it kind of goes back to what you said of being true having that game plan and sticking to it having that those systems in place so that when it does happen you know I my mom always told me that 
um, I, I forget what it is. Something about it's not luck. It's just preparation meeting opportunity. And I think that that's so true in your case. So thank you so much for, for being on here and sharing your story. It was a pleasure. I hope it inspires somebody. Thank you all so much for staying tuned all the way to the end. I know that if you are a photographer listening, you got some amazing takeaways from Melissa and hopefully a little bit of inspiration that you can do the exact same. If you haven't taken the time to leave a review on iTunes, go ahead and hop on over there as you can still be entered to win a 45-minute mentorship with me just by leaving a review and sending me the screenshot so you'll be automatically entered to win that. I want to give back to you so that you can also elevate your business and kind of my way of saying thank you uh, or your chance to win a mentorship for just leaving a little review on iTunes. So make sure to do that. You can also do the same by screenshotting the podcast and sharing it to your story as well. Just make sure to tag me at shoot for success podcast, and I'll make sure to get your name down. So hope you all are doing fantastic. And as always, can't wait to see you on the next episode. We'll talk to you guys soon.